Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I am Alexa. And I am Ambrosia, the (laughs) Magnificent. Oh, bringing that back. I love it. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. And we are so, so excited and honored to be joined today by two of our dear friends, Path of Inner Peace podcast co-host, Ricardo Pius. How do I say your last name, Ricardo? I'm not going to teach you. Oh, <laughs> <No>. okay. <laughs> it's okay. Just, like, I'm not putting you on the spot. Ricardo Pius. <laughs> yeah, just Ricardo is fine. Okay. Um, but we can say it Pais, but it's not Pais. important. Okay. Oh, nice. Ricardo and Rob Lean. Hi, Rob and Ricardo. Welcome to our our show. Thank you very much. It's an absolute honor to be on here. Yay. We I, I feel second like, that. <laughs> I feel like this is a long time coming because um we've we've definitely referenced you on the podcast before. And for those who are in our podcast community, they most certainly know you because you guys have been such a force lately. Um, and we always talk about on this podcast how we're always like, do we have a male community? Maybe we do, maybe we don't. In the past, we've been like kind of confused about, you know, should we be speaking to the men as well? And you guys like popped up seemingly out of nowhere, but I know it wasn't from nowhere, but you all of a sudden you guys were just there. You were together. You were a force and you were like, we are the men of inner bloom. <laughs> so, so it's beautiful to have you here in the flesh. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, Thank we'll, you. <laughs> we should well, make t-shirts. The men, what, of what, <laughs> men of inner bloom. Yeah, that's yeah. what we'll say. That sounds good. Would you guys rock those? Yeah, I'd rock oh, yeah. the tank top. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Beautiful. Well, why don't we get into um, who you you are? You know, for those maybe who don't know you, um, would love if each of you could give a little bit of your background and your story so that people could get a sense of all the beauty that you have to share. Why don't we start with Rob? Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) You guys didn't rehearse this? We're live. No, I'm joking. I'm just giving No, no, this is... They speak in unison. Yeah, it's basically us every day. So um, I, <clears throat> I was a very sensitive boy uh, as a young child, and I had all sorts of perceptions really heightened up. And then I had a really strange uh, contrasting experience that really terrified me. And um, with certain familial conditions, I started like shutting back down, but I always remained intuitive. And I followed my intuition and I followed my like, 
my soul calls everywhere I went in life. And that brought me to Japan 12 years ago. And I've been meditating and I've been practicing Reiki at a distance or just doing some spiritual practices um, throughout these years. And after a while, TikTok showed up in my life and I found Alexa through her one of her videos about cloud bursting. And I decided to try it and I decided to like level it up a little bit for myself just for the fun of it. And I was able to, instead of just seeing a circle punch through a cloud, I saw, you know, like a elementary school heart that you draw in the notebook kind of shape in the cloud. And I was like, oh, I really did that. <laughs> and um, it was like fun. It was nice. It, it wasn't easy or something like that, but it felt like, oh, this is accessible. This is accessible to me and to anyone, and so I decided to retap into, oh, retap into my my intuitive side, and it's been quite a journey for myself. And um, earlier this year, I was able to do a guided meditation with Rob, and it started there. I'm going to pass the torch onto him. Okay, thank you. Um, to give you a, a little bit of background up to that moment. Um, I've been going through a spiritual awakening for about 18 months. I've I hit a point in my life where things just weren't adding up. Um, and so I started looking for, for answers around things. Um, I, I went through a lot of material reading uh, different books and listening to different podcasts, just a lot of consuming to try and take a grasp on what I thought could be a truth um, before realizing it, it was just whatever was true to me. Um, it was probably around July last year, I came across this podcast um, and it resonated so strongly with me. Um, I really loved it when you had like guests like Elizabeth April, she stands out for me because I'm still watching her content as well. Um, but like the, the episodes where there's things like, um, and when you were channeling the gnomes <laughs> and that kind of just absolutely blew my mind open. And, and that was kind of the bit where I thought, well, if that's possible, then what else is possible? So I've also, um, I've been to Peru for um, multiple ayahuasca ceremonies as well, which has given me a very different view of how things are. Um, and then moving forward, it's, it's just been lots more podcasts and I've kind of had the, the nudge to try and do a little more of an output rather than just input. And that's where I kind of got involved with the community a bit more. And it was great to have that sense of community, especially with um, not being able to hang out with friends as well. And I really found that community with you guys. Um, and so I've been helping out a couple of people with uh, their talents. And and that's when I encountered Ricardo, who was offering to do these meditations. Um, it was it was fantastic just to to have such a strong connection straight away. And I felt this huge amount of familial love and trust straight away. Um, so yeah, that was fantastic. I love that. I love both of your stories on both how you found us and um, how we resonated with you. So thank you for receiving the call and being here and being open um, to not only receive it, but to share that information with so many people in the community because you two have really just been like one of the guiding lights in the community and really helped so many people I know firsthand. So thank you. 
And how cool is it too? I was just realizing as you were kind of sharing your stories and seeing how you're both like, same thing with Ambie and I have said a couple times, you guys feel like kind of the male version of me and Ambie in a way, just another version because that was kind of what was happening to me and Ambie. It's like, it's interesting to think about before that meeting point, what was going on to conspire you towards each other, right? And and what was the path, speaking of the path of inner peace, what was the path to that? And, you know, with Ambie and myself, it was um, me host receiving an intuitive download and asking Brandon Beecham if I could help with a podcast, right? And then that opened up an avenue for her to come to me, right? And it's so interesting to think about, like, Rick, you, like, like TikTok was the avenue with which like you answered the call. Like Ambie said, like you reached out, said something and before you were pulled into this community where Rob was already pulled into. And it's just, it's so cool to think about, you know, and, and it's beautiful to watch you guys. I agree. And you guys have been such a, if you guys don't know, there actually is an inner bloom podcast discord. Number one, these guys (laughs) run it. (laughs) Rob created it. Yeah. Rob created it. Which is something we've been wanting to do for a long time. Like every single time we, Ambie's been saying it intuitively for a while. We need a Discord. We need a Discord. And we've just been busy and you guys come along and help us (laughs) get this done and spearhead this movement. And it's, it's so beautiful. And everyone who's listening and watching at home, I'm sure you can feel these guys, their hearts, like just the way they speak. It's just so evident how much love they have coming through them for this community, for each other. And it's, it's truly beautiful and inspiring. And, um, and with that, you know, would love to hear a little bit more about what you guys are doing together in terms of this podcast path of inner peace. How did that all come about? So basically, uh, some months ago, I decided to just like get it out there. You know, one is better than zero. And I thought, even if it's not very formal, even if it's not very professional looking and sounding, I wanted to put my voice out there. I didn't even know that like platforms like Clubhouse uh, existed. And, and so I just knew that like I had some sort of a vantage point. I've been in Japan for 12 years and I always live my life here with some sort of spiritual perspective. Um, one of my favorite places on earth is called Koyasan, which is the, the heart of esoteric Buddhism in Japan. And to me, there, there was like a ritualistic uh, approach to everything by practicing tea ceremony and, and other things like that. And I felt like I had what some fantasy novelists called land sense. Like as soon as I touched ground in Japan, I was flooded with a ton of impressions. And I wanted to share my experiences, share my point of view and talk about dream journaling and dream interpretation because it's something that I've been able to do all my life. And and I wanted to get people to come on the podcast, mostly because I wanted to talk with both um, excellency, people who are doing something very successful out there that can contribute to, to other people's lives, but also people who are not really known in the several spheres of success, but that to me, they have some sort of influence. And so, for example, there's one guest that's coming up. She is a, a veterinarian and she works in hospice and uh, euthanasia care for animals. And I think that's a really important aspect of pet life. And um, because my pet has also passed away through the care of uh, euthanasia, I, I 
this friendship I have with this person really has been very eye-opening to me. And so I wanted to bring these voices that are not really in the forefront of, of society to just share and people have people know and understand that each one of our lives is unique, has a, a color and a flavor that deserves to be celebrated and, and uplifted. And then when I was doing illustrations, and I'm still working on some of them, illustrations uh, uh, related with my own graphic novel, because I'm an artist too, I, I just put myself out there in the Inner Bloom community saying that I can do customized guided meditations. I love working with my voice. I don't know why, but my midnight voice just kicked in right now. Uh, and and then Rob said that he was really interested in in taking the the um, the meditation. We did a, a if I, it's okay to say, I hope so, uh, an yeah. inner child kind of approach to the meditation. And we had a little bit of a chat. Then we had the meditation, and we had a debriefing session where he exchanged his impressions with me. And the conversation really struck me as in first of all, I thought it was so nice to see a man in a, a community that is highly populated by women or people that we identify as women mm -hmm. um, come forth and say, hey, I'm interested and I don't feel threatened by you being a man and I feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable with you. And for me, that was so significant. And then we had this really open conversation and I felt immediately this kind of like fraternal affection for him because the 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 gift of a, a customized guided meditation is that there's an intimacy that is immediately developed with the, with the person. It's, it's a, a supporting energy. And it was so beautiful to me that he had so much to say back to me over the work that he did through the words that I, that I guided him with. Um, and then COVID hit me and um, I was at the hospital and he was really supportive. And we, I, in my perspective, we found that we had a really good synergy and the more we spoke, the more I thought, this guy should be on the podcast. No, he should be <laughs> at least a guest. And, and then we recorded a, a podcast episode where he was my guest and we were talking about toxic masculinity. And I felt like, yeah, I'm really so excited to hear everything he has to say. And at the same time, I felt like I was speaking over him. And so I apologized after the recording because I felt like, Dude, you have so many interesting things to say, and I wanted to respond to every single one of them. <laughs> and <laughs> and it, it became very clear to me that so long as he was willing, I wanted him to be the other owner, the other creator of the podcast. And so that just became material like that. And I'd really like to hear what Rob has to say about this, because uh, I'm very, very curious about his perspective. Rob. It's, um, <laughs> it's interesting. It was pointed out to me by, by my partner that about two months ago, I was quite adamant that I was not going to go into coaching and I definitely wasn't going to be part of a podcast. <laughs> and so that's now completely switched. And by the way, that, Ambrosia, right before we met, was like, I will never talk to aliens. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was scared of them. Yeah. I recognize. <laughs> so is Rob the Ambrosia version and Ricardo's the Alexa version? Or no, I'm kidding. Keep going, Rob. I've been around. <laughs> I think let, let the, um, you can let other people decide that, I reckon. Okay. <laughs> 
there's, um, I think the difference is, is, is this, what I found with Ricardo is that there's a lot of things where I've, I've really had this drive to do it. It's just, um, part of it is fear, it's just that being scared of putting yourself out there. And what I found through, as, is the, as he said, the fraternal affection is this support. And so I think what works well is that if, if he's struggling a little bit with some confidence to do something, then I can give him a little shove and the same works the other way. We hold each other accountable. It's empowering of each other as well as the support as well. And there's a really positive vibe that's constantly there in our conversations. Um, it's really open as well. I'm, I'm going to say it's extremely healthy because if there's ever anything that either of us wants to say that could be seen as potentially conflict, then it's spoken about in a healthy way and we move past it straight away. Um, so that's really helpful. Um, and with regards to the podcast, I think the one episode we did, um, it, it kind of showed me that I do have some stuff I wish to share and I think it's, it's relevant. And so I was um, more than happy to accept the offer to, to make it more of a, a regular occurrence. May, may I interject? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm raising my hand like, you know, I've, I've got Clubhouse all over my gene code right now. Um, <laughs> so one of the things that I noticed by interacting with Rob on a daily basis ever since I was infected with uh, that and then got out of the hospital and we started creating stuff, even though we don't have a podcast episode as a, as a, as a partnership just yet, we're working on the technicalities and all of that. Uh, is that there was something that Rob was um, working on himself. And because we have this safe space between us, he was able to process it in the space of like two weeks. Whereas if he would just mold over it, and it wasn't anything like super toxic, it was just something that was bothering him. If we didn't have that safe space where we could talk about difficult things in a way that we are emotionally, psychologically, and just there supported with presence... I think it would have taken him a lot longer, if at all, to, to, to get through it. And it, that's why I think it's so important for us as um, assigned male and identified as men um, in society to, to be open, to be vulnerable, and to, to show up like that. We just need to show up like that to, and be um, yeah, vulnerable and, and speaking from a place of truth where that vulnerability is not a weakness because it's it's really often equated with weakness and it's not because i've been vulnerable and sensitive all my life and that's been my biggest strength it's kind of like my superpower so. mm. Amy, you're muted like, oh no never mind you're good you're good i would be like tapping uh tapping my little clapping mike, mike <laughs> if we were in clubhouse <laughs> my clap I totally my clap my finger gets tired sometimes um yeah, I, I agree with that. I think men should be open and be taught that it's okay to be vulnerable, that it's okay to have feelings. It's okay to cry. I remember the day, and this is embarrassing, but I remember the day I had a man say to me, you hurt my feelings. And I thought, what? What do you mean? Like, I genuinely did not understand what he was talking about. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, the way you said that really hurt me. And I was like, okay. All right. Okay. Because I had been in such toxic relationships before that when a man was hurt and I didn't grow up with a father. 
So the only time that I had seen men hurt, their reaction was to yell. Their reaction was to leave or become verbally abusive, right? Not, I've never seen, I have seen men get physically aggressive, but not with me. So that's how I equated them hurting. I never equated someone healthy saying to me, you really hurt my feelings and just sitting there with me. And so it was quite shocking to have someone verbalize that to me and say, yeah, I'm, I'm expressing to you that your actions were not okay. And that I have feelings just like you have feelings and I'm not going to scream at you. I'm not going to throw anything. I'm, I'm just telling you that this behavior is not okay. And I won't be treated this way. And so I think that as a society, as a world, we need to move into more of a being able to vocalize how we're feeling, being able to vocalize in a healthy way of saying, this really upset me and I want it to change, but I'm not going to get aggressive and freak out on you. I, or abandon you. I just want this behavior to change. So I think that that's, I think that's something that you two are doing very, very well. And you're role modeling that for younger people and you're role modeling that for current people that identify as men. So thank you both. I think it's, yeah, it's, I, I really identify as well with when you guys are talking about the way that you hold the space and you move through with each other and how healing that is for each other. Cause Ambie and I do that quite a bit. Um, <laughs> And it's been the only, I think, part, like, we made that as a pact when we started this, <laughs> when we started this podcast, we, we made, oh, by the way, everyone on Facebook is like, Mike, clap. Um, <laughs> Alexa, are we next to each other on your screen? Yeah. Is it like this? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, we're not on the Facebook, we're not on Facebook, though. We're up and down, so we'd have to go like this. Or down. Yeah, I, yeah, there we go. go ahead. Rick. I think... MB and I, like, if we do it, it'll, it's kind of yeah. work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> okay. This is great for everyone on the audio podcast. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You've got so to we join just... in on Facebook to watch this fun stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's really interesting because, like, sometimes I'm listening to the podcast because I'm either working on illustrations or driving to work because I, I used to drive over a hundred kilometers. I don't know how to measure miles. Sorry. That's I'm okay. European. I, yeah, it's a different language. Um, <laughs> but I used to drive at least a hundred kilometers every day. And so I would download the, the, the podcast and listen and have a smile on my face throughout my entire day, just because I would be listening to you guys, you know, ingest. And, and this is something that I, I, I always highlight, but you bring the woo woo uh, into such uh, an accessible day-to-day life kind of vibe where yeah you might be cooking and you get a hit and it's like yeah it's not just my imagination something just hit me there and and so I I just appreciate your podcast so much because you talk about really serious subjects and you can be very serious and passionate but you can also be very playful and all three of you already know that I'm just holding back from my dork taking over because um (laughs) this is a serious conversation but um yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> done speaking. Ricardo done speaking. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say that too. This episode right. is so infused with clubhouse humor. If you're not on clubhouse, I'm yeah. so sorry. Oh, sorry. You're probably like, what is going on? Um, 
that episode is sponsored by Clubhouse. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Rick, I think that you know what what I'm experiencing right now, but from the two of you is seeing truly a reflection. You guys are such a beautiful reflection, I think, of us. And I say that to compliment you because I'm watching you and I'm like, I love these people. Like, I love them. I love how they show up in the world. And I think what you're, I think you're helping me see, I'll speak for myself, is like, it's reinforcing that idea that we don't need to be anything fantastical. We don't need to have a gimmick. We don't need to, it's not about that. And that's not why people listen to this podcast necessarily. It's about, just like we feel this about you, it's about, like, we want to be with you on Clubhouse, for example, because of how it feels to be with you. It just Mm -hmm. feels so safe and expansive at the same time. And like we're amongst beautiful souls. And I think that that's a really important thing that's coming through right now, not only for us and the listeners of this podcast, but the collective that it's okay to just be who you are. You don't need to be more than who you are. And so I want to thank you both for reflecting that back um, because it's really like imprinting on me right now. And um, Rob, anything yes. you want to share? <laughs> yes, I think it's it's so important. Um, given what's been going on and what we perceive may well be to come, to to help others to to find the space to just be themselves, mm-hmm. as you said. Um, and I think the, the one thing that we've all four of us has found is that the easiest way is to is to hold space and to expect nothing. And just to to be there and let someone be who they want to be. Um, there's quite clearly a lot of healing that is available. I'm not going to say it's necessary because not everyone needs or wants to go through it, but there's a lot to be done. It's still with myself as well. And so the more people who are available to to hold the space and to offer healing through whichever modality it comes. Um, the easier it will be for us to to move into a, a space where joy and compassion and love and vulnerability are the norms. And so this is one of the things I'm trying to do going forward is to um, kind of sneakily have some arsenal energy around me by just pushing the boundaries and maybe making people, not making people, um, potentially causing some upset just through saying things where people are taken fully aback because I'm just being completely vulnerable. That's one of the biggest lessons I had is by being completely vulnerable and completely open, you're then not vulnerable at all mm-hmm. because there's nothing, can, there's nothing anyone can say that's, that's going to, to hurt you with that. So, Dang, yeah. that's a mic clap moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but, but wait, like truly, hold on. Let's highlight that for a second. By com- being completely vulnerable, you're not vulnerable at all. I, I think that's what you said. But yeah. it, essentially, it's what you said because when you share exactly who you are, there's nothing anyone has over you. There's nothing anyone. Yeah. There's nothing anyone can um, hurt you with because you've already exposed yourself in a way that, in a powerful way, in an empowering way, by claiming mm. that. Yeah. By so, taking ownership yeah. of your own shortcomings, you know, your yeah. own perceived weaknesses, mm-hmm. you're actually looking at them as something that is a part of you that you can accept. It's like an instant EFT session within your brain and uh, mm-hmm. it shifts everything. And now I, I have a much more compassionate look onto myself 
simply because I know that all of us have insecurities, that all of us have some pain that we need to deal with, and that all of us have aspirations. And so when we come up and we hold space, first of all, I learn a lot from Rob, because even though he is the quieter one, he has taught me a lot about just being there for someone and being a better listener. Um, and when I'm speaking, I know that I'm coming from a place of love because I know what it's like to be stepped on. I know, I know what it's like to be humiliated and made to feel small and insignificant. And so I know that in everyone, there's a little bit of that too because of our society perhaps. And so that's why when you told me the first time a couple of months ago that I'm the hype man, I was like, yeah, I even made like an Instagram or a TikTok about it and, and was like, yeah, someone told me I'm a hype man and it's just done on me. That's exactly what I am. And I'm here to uplift you and to whatever you want to share with the world to make it shine brighter, to raise your voice. And that's why in the path of inner peace, um, I want to have all kinds of people because all voices really deserve to be listened to. And to and I want everyone who has access to my podcast or our podcast and your sorry, Rob, um, and your your podcast to to just know that like you're valid, you matter. And and as painful as life can be, it's really good to find this tribe, to find this community that is there for you. And I've I've found so much solace in just the sense in just knowing that in the inner bloom podcast community there there are people who are there for me in a way that i am able to talk about my intuition about my mediumship about everything that i feel as a human being on the spiritual level but also on the profane and having someone of the male gender per se connect with me so intimately and so healthily considering that I am gay in the LGBTQ spectrum and he is straight and it can be so daunting for people to understand, wait, I'm pretty sure that Ricardo has a crush on Rob and I don't, I love him, but I love him as a brother. And I, I just think that our relationship in itself is a victory already. And so if we don't share this energy that we have for each other, how can other men who are completely oblivious to this possibility live at peace with themselves and their friends? That's it. I think that's another good point to make because I feel like what we consider or have in the past considered, like if there's a connection with someone, then it's got to be sexual, right? There yeah. has to be, if there's a connection, well, I have to solidify this with some kind of sexual reference. And I feel like that's um, really seen in almost any movie you watch. They're not just friends. There's some sexual innuendo or something happening. Um, and so I feel like I remember talking about this um, with our friend Ethos. And then I also remember having lots of conversations with Alexa about this is it's confusing because it's, I love this person, but I'm not sexually attracted to this person but should I be, or maybe I shouldn't be, or what's happening here? And it's always um, this idea that society tells me one thing, right? And we're going against what society tells us in so many ways. And I think that that's another way we're going against what society says is, no, we're just friends. We love each other, but there's nothing sexually happening here. And we have, like Alexa and I have, a very intimate relationship, but it's not sexual. 
You know what I mean? And so I feel like that can be conf- <laughs> Why did you give that look? Just to be oh, There's no other reason. Okay. <laughs> no other reason. <laughs> Maybe there's something happening that I don't know about. No. But um, anyway, Jesus, I can't get it together. Sorry, I was Dave, really, I was in a good spot. Sorry. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Ricardo. Yeah. But my lobster claws. I'm done. I'm done speaking. This is no, Rosa. So you were just Wait. highlighting the fact that you and you and Alexa have this intimacy. Oh, you yes. have this closeness that is yes. kind of unparalleled in other relationships that you mm-hmm. circle with in your life. And that's something you don't want to probably don't want to give up on. It's yeah. such a treasure. And so do you want to pick up on your own thread? <laughs> um And then I just feel like it's really important that every, I want everyone to feel that way. I want everyone to have that relationship, a platonic relationship with someone. And I think a lot of people don't know what healthy relationships are, or they maybe have never seen it. It goes back into that toxic masculinity um, and also toxic femininity too. That is a real thing as well that I don't think enough people talk about. I am talking a lot with my hands right now and very aware of the situation. Um, I love it. I'm here for that. My hands down. So I really am done speaking now, Alexa. It's your turn. No, I was just going to – sorry, I got so anxious. First of all, I love what you shared, Amby. But I I was thinking about – I don't know if you guys saw that new um, Britney Spears documentary, um, Framing Britney Spears. But Mm -hmm. in the beginning of it, they show how – the whole world from a very early age was really like labeling her as this sexual being, even when she was like six years old on Star Search, right? And one of the scenes they showed was um, Ed McMahon, I think it was. He's like a really old guy. He's like 70 years. Ed McMahon, you're right. Yeah. And he's like interviewing her and he's like, um, and he's like, do you like boys? And she's like, no. And he's like, why? And she's like, because they're mean. And he's like, oh, well, how about me? Am, am I mean? And she's like, no. And he's like, well, can I be your boyfriend? And the, the whole narrative of that was about, like, why is this older guy, like, asking her about being her boyfriend, number one. But it's 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 what's part of the culture is always trying to inject this, like you said, Ambie, like there's, oh, well, there has to be something going on. And if there's not something going on, then there's almost like something wrong with you, right? Yes, like exactly. And, and the truth is that that was part of the old paradigm of a, a completely different experience of relationships and connecting with people, which is really based in a lot of insecurity, ownership, um, toxic masculinity, um, all the things that we've kind of talked about here. Um, and now we're moving into this new age and this new paradigm where the relationships that you two have and the relationship that we, Ambrosia and I have, and that we all have and that we're all having in this community mm-hmm. is on a whole other level that really it d- defies that. It doesn't mean that it can't include that. If mm-hmm. it wanted to, if some of you in the audience want to get together, cool. Like that's not that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it goes so far beyond that because it's a heart connection, it's a soul connection. And I think the paradigm that we're moving out of, nobody had their heart open. Nobody, yeah. you know, so that's why it was always like it has to have some element of sexuality injected and projected onto it in order for it to mean anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also it, because it's sorry. No, go Andy. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'll, you're the I'll guest. mute. I'll mute. No, you're no, the guest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's also interesting to see that sex in society has been weaponized 
<clears throat> as a, a tool of power, right? Yeah. And so it, it's also interesting to question why this sexual um, connection in movies and media in general is always imposed because there is like this matching. People need to match in a certain way so that they can function to the progress of society. And one of the reasons why I actually appreciate Clubhouse so much is that we're noticing that there's so much diversity in life around the globe and so many perspectives to take in. And so many of them are truly valid. And so many voices need to be raised out of the slumber of their ostracization by society um, that this society that I'm talking about, I don't even refer to it as society. I just refer to it as the current societal paradigm because we are like Gandhi used to, to you know, invite people to do. We are the change we need to see in the world. We are the glitch in the matrix. And that's also why like the, the creation of the name Path of Inner Peace for me was important because You know, mater is an, an etymological way. I'm not going to go into grammar. I'm not going to go English teacher here. But uh, matrix, mater, is like the motherboard kind of thing. And uh, path comes from pattern, pathos, and it's like the male energy. And I wanted, I, I wanted to create a podcast where the male energy is a reflection, one, of me, a very sensitive and moon-connected uh, male, but that is just breaking away from toxic masculinity and Rob being such an intrinsic part of that in terms of relationship and how we can grow in relationship. For me, it's just a shining example. He is a shining example of what that means because he has, he is, uh, Rob is white, he is straight, he's got all access to all privilege in society. And I, I am not blind to the fact that we are benefiting from male privilege to a certain extent by having this interview with you. I think it's really important to hold myself accountable there, but to hold myself in, in positive account that I'm willing to lend voices. And that's why I want to raise all sorts of voices in Path of Inner Peace. Uh, because we, at the same time that we are all valuable and, and precious, um, it's we're all equal, right? And it's really important that like, we were having a conversation recently about um, the cool kids and you've mentioned the cool kids a lot. And I think that that's it. That's the flavor. Each person has something beautiful and not just one thing. There's so many aspects of each person that can be shed a light on and, and they realize that they have a lot more worth and a lot more to be confident about than this paradigm is allowing them to perceive. And so, mm. yeah. Said. Subversive in a positive way, I guess. That's that's what we are. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. And um, Rob, did you have anything to say before we shift topics a little bit and start to wind down, actually? Because I can't believe it's already been an hour. I was trying to telepathically ask Rob if he had a question. Go ahead. <laughs> the, the only thing I'd add to that is that with this, um, with anything to do with the path of inner peace, whether it's a clubhouse room or a, a podcast or anything, it's Yes, we are men, and that is important if it can showcase to other men what is possible uh, in, in opposition to what men have been shown is the standard for them in the past. But it's by no means driven by ego in the fact that we're not here to show ourselves off. We're here to create a platform for many other people to come forward, whether they're assigned male or female at birth, any age, any, any, any background, anyone. So yeah, that's, that's, that's my input there. Beautiful. 
all are welcome on the path of inner peace. I love it. Um, yeah, and it's not just one, you know, it's not it's not just one path. It's path of it's it's not a path for inner peace. It's not separating inner peace from the the pilgrim or the traveler. It's like each person has their own path and they belong in their own path. It's it's like a, a concept of wholesomeness and mm-hmm. being well from within, you know, bloom from within, inner bloom. I love that. Well from within. Um, well, so you guys are integrating with our community in more ways than one, which we're really excited about. So this month, if you, if you don't know, for those watching and listening, if you don't know, we have a Patreon account where we offer some really cool ways to get involved with the community. Some of those ways are, um, you know, Ambrosia channels the Arcturians, who we call the Arc Nine. You can get involved with that. Uh, I do tapping for the community every month. Actually, that's coming up, and I have to record that tomorrow. So um, if you guys have any uh, advice on topics, please send them over. But another thing that we do as part of our Patreon is we do moon circles every month, and Leah Liebler has been doing them each month, and Leah is a beautiful goddess and amazing, but she's shifting her energy too other projects right now. So we were like, hmm, who could who could lead the moon circles? And the only the first and only people we thought of were Rob and Ricardo. Um, and so because they've already been doing such an incredible job on their own. And so this month, if you are a Patreon um, at the moon child tier or above, you get to um, you get to have a very special moon circle slash ritual, maybe a moon experience, (laughs) moon meditation, moon experience with Rob and Ricardo, who are masters at hosting this. Um, And truly, I've been doing all of your moon meditations the past few months. uh, And it's just been, it's been so beautiful. And um, so do you guys want to just give a little preview to our listeners about, you know, what they can expect uh, and when this moon circle will be? Rob, go ahead. <laughs> uh, we're still coming up with the exact details of how it's going to work. Um, it's because, well, partly because uh, Leah's been doing the the new moon. We'll continue with that and, and go for a new moon one. And I'm aware that um, Ricardo usually takes the new moon meditations, whereas I take the the full moon ones. But what we'll work it so that we can split it somehow. And it'll still be. Um, just as magnificent and everyone still gets to hear the silky tones of Ricardo's voice during the meditation. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Beautiful. So uh, what, yeah, go ahead. Go, 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 no, I was okay. going to say, so what so, is the date? What is the time? And this will happen over zoom just so you guys know. So if you're on a Patreon, you'll get a zoom link and we'll all meet over zoom. Go ahead, Rick. So if I'm not mistaken, it's going to be on the 11th uh, and I'm not quite sure about Eastern Standard Time because I'm still in Japan um, and I feel like it's somehow a different planet altogether. Um, what what time are we expecting it to be? We'll choose the time and we'll post okay. it in the um, in the Inner Bloomers or sorry in the Inner Bloom Patreon along with the Zoom link. So if you guys are in there and you're in the Moon tier or Moon Child tier or above. You will soon, in the in the coming days, see a post with the uh, date and time of this new moon circle hosted by Rob and Ricardo, along with the Zoom link, so you will know how to join. And uh, this is going to be really special, and you won't want to miss it. So definitely check that out. Um, 
And yeah, beautiful. Where I I can't even believe like this hour went by so fast. Rob Ricardo, do you want to tell people how they can contact you and how they can listen to Path of Inner Peace? Rob, do you want to go? That's absolutely fine. Uh, the easy way to do it is to go for Instagram. I'm at rdlean. Um, and from there, you can look at some of the the uh, coaching that I link offer. And there's, okay. there's a link to Linktree, which is in there as well, if, if you'd like to. And there's just an introductory call if you if you just like 15 minutes to talk about and see, uh, see if anything will work between us. Ricardo. Uh, so, yep. I'm, I also have my Rick number four art on instagram and i'm also on clubhouse and you can check my link tree through instagram and i'm i'm also on tiktok (laughs) doing my dorky things um yeah like i've been playing with with this video setup like uh, like a tiktok like looking at alexa looking at ambient looking at rob um so so i just you know i had to goof off somehow and and so but yeah you can find my my own Patreon for the Twilight and Tales, which is basically a creation that I'm doing, um, which is a fantasy slash spiritual story that uh, highlights and gives uh, leading roles to people of color, LGBT people, people that have uh, gone through PTSD or are going through PTSD, people with different abilities. And, and, and when I say different abilities, it's what we usually consider disabilities. And... What else? So we've got my Calendly where you can set up an appointment with me to get a guided meditation or dream interpretation or getting a coaching on how to best suit dream journaling for your own needs and your own schedule in life. Um, and yeah, I think that's that's it. And how do people listen to the path of inner peace? So the, the podcast is on Anchor. And so let me just check this. For a second so it's anchor.fm slash forward with path of inner peace just path of inner peace everything is lowercase are you gonna yeah. list it on itunes or spotify can't you do that automatically from anchor yeah it's uh, it's already on every platform you can listen to podcasts Perfect. it's there yeah so that's all you have to do type in path of inner peace on wherever you listen to podcasts subscribe, give them a rating or review. It helps so much. And definitely make sure if you guys resonated with Rob or Ricardo, make sure you follow them and check them out. They are so powerful. They are so loving and kind, as you can already tell. We don't even need to say that, but they're just truly light workers through and through and here to serve at the highest level. So make sure you check them out. Bambi, Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you so much for being here, guys. And thank you for being a part of the community and sharing your beautiful gifts with everyone in our community and helping the community in this new way. So, so excited to get to know you in this way and also excited to hear your podcast. Thank you guys for being here. It'll be lots of fun. So fun. Can't Mm, wait. Thank you both, Rob and Ricardo. This was amazing. Thank you, everyone on Facebook who t- tuned in. By the way, I didn't even get to read the amazing comments that were coming through because we were on such a roll, but everyone was like, oh my gosh, this is so lovely. The energy here today is so full of love. I'm so here for it. This is so beautiful. 
these are so these are all my favorite people amazing souls i mean everybody's just loving it so thank you guys for being here this is amazing and um yeah until next time keep on blooming everybody keep on blooming bye (laughs) bye Bye. (laughs) if you've enjoyed this podcast we would love 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 it if you would give us a rating and review on apple itunes or wherever you get your podcast if you'd like to get in touch for a reading with ambi an eft session with alexa or just to say what up we would love to hear from each and every one of you and you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on instagram and facebook at innerbloompodcast until next time remember open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within 